Roll for Romance is a podcast featuring five friends horny for D20. Welcome to Roll for Romance, an actual play 5e D&D podcast where we're looking for love in all the role places. I'm Emily and I'm your dungeon master. I'm Lanover Ferrix, an Eladrin bard, and I change my season and gender almost daily. I'm Hilrana Drema, Earth Genasi Druid, and I may be part Jin, but my wish is your command. I'm Miles Gloriosus, a literal gift from the gods, perfection incarnate in Asmar paladin form, and I'm here to rock your world. I'm Ferris Divine, Tieflin, fortune teller, warlock, and seeker of secrets. Our story is set in Mirador, the capital city of the Claudian Empire. Claudia is ruled by a long line of Erginasi who descend from an alliance between Jinn and Elves. Mirador is set high in the Mistral Mountains, with the city partially carved into terraces on the mountainside. Each of our PCs have found themselves in Mirador for one reason or another. But here's the thing. If this were a serious, ultra-professional fantasy podcast, I'd give you a sweeping, captivating tour of the city's delights. But who has time for all of that? I know we all want to get to the part where a group of friends shamelessly flirt with each other. So all you need to know is that they are in Mirador, which isn't Claudia. It is ruled by these Air Genasi, and everyone is there, and shenanigans will soon ensue. So let's get started. The cool, exciting thing that is happening right now is that the wedding of the century is tomorrow, guys. And anybody who's anybody has been invited. And that does not include you, sadly. But um, you are... Uh, <laughs> you. The wedding is happening, so wedding fever is ha- is just, like, taking over the city. The princess of the Claudian kingdom, her name is Celeste Claudia, and she is going to be married to Prince Grant Theron, and he is from the Black Cloud Islands. So there's Prince Grant is going to be the groom, and uh, Princess Celeste is going to be the bride. So the wedding of the century is going to happen. And Hilrana, let's start with you. So you've been staying with your dad, Greg. He's been in town to kind of provide some fancy jewels and specialties uh, to the royal family and people that are interested in buying them for attending the wedding and looking fabulous. And he, while you were staying there, received a letter addressed to a Lady Amber Theron. And upon opening it, realized that they had mistaken you, Hilrana, for Lady Amber and sent you an invitation to a bridal shower type party later in the week we're kind of going back in time a little bit and so your dad greg shows this to you and what would greg's voice be like oh hey there Hilrana. <laughs> how's it going uh hey kid it's been so great to have you here um i was just wondering i, I got this in the mail do, do you know anybody named amber no i don't oh weird well 
I mean, she was invited to, to some kind of bridal party. You know anything about that? I have no idea. Um, I could I could take it to the post office and maybe ask around. Is there a post office? <laughs> uh, probably. I don't really use the post office. I kind of just use my magic. Why am I turning southern? I don't know what's happening. Oh, Dad, are you okay? He's having a stroke. <laughs> I just had a, I just had a mild stroke. It's fine. <laughs> so anyway, kid, um, I was, uh, I was, oh, Theron. You know what? Maybe they think you're this Amber. Why? Why would they think that I'm Amber? I don't know. Did you? Did you have something to do with this, Dad? No, of course not. Okay, but. <laughs> Yeah, you can roll an insight check if you want to. And your dad is making that face of like, no, definitely. Okay. Of course, I would never do that. Ugh, I got a insight. Yeah, I got a three. Well, your dad oh, got a two. Oh, yeah, it was a seven. So, Sorry, was, okay, there a, you go. It wasn't a one. It was a, a nine. Okay, so your dad, you definitely can tell that your dad is not telling you the truth. And you know from your, you don't see your dad that often, but you know that he, like, he lies kind of frequently and is not good at it. He's tricksy. Of, of course not, sweetie. I, I don't know anything. Why, why, why would you think that? Dad. Okay, so what, what's going on? Okay, fine. I'll tell you. So, I heard through the grapevine that you look a lot like this Lady Amber, and I was hoping to get our family an invite to the wedding. And so I figured, you go, you say, oh, I was invited to this bridal shower, uh, but I'm not, I, I, and I'm a distant cousin of, of Prince Theron, and, and they didn't invite me to the wedding, but I would, I would love to come. Maybe you could charm them, and we could get an invite. So you want me to charm them by lying to them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, so let's say that I do go to this shower and pretend to be Lady Amber, and then they find out that I'm not Lady Amber. That could ruin your business dealings. No, I mean, you just, I'll just, you could just be like, oh, well, I thought it, I didn't read the who it was addressed to. I just got an invitation. Oh, play dumb. Okay. Yeah, just play dumb. Okay. Yeah. And then be like, oh, and I also didn't get my invite to the wedding. Could you send that to me and my dad so we can we can make sure that we're in attendance? Because we're we're cousins of, of the prince. All right. Why not? It could be fun. Oh, sweetie. I'm so glad you're willing to do this. You're such a good daughter. I just love you so much. And he takes his, like, really big kind of, like, burly stony arms and gives you like a crushing hug oh oh sorry sorry that's that's a bit too tight i'm, I'm sorry sorry sweetie uh look listen and even if they don't buy it you'll have a good time hopefully they're not gonna like hurt you or anything you'll just have a go to a party and meet some royalty get some free food i'm down for free food you know that but the minute things start getting sketchy for me i'm backing out I don't want anybody getting hurt, but I do think this will be fun. I'm so glad you're willing to do this, sweetheart. What am I going to wear? <laughs> so you and your dad continue to kind of talk about the plans for what you're going to do. So you have some time to kind of plan it and figure that out. Miles, 
You have been out drinking at one of your favorite establishments. Would you tend to go to someplace a bit fancier in the upper terrace, or would you like to be down more with the common folk in the lower terrace? I think he would go with the upper terrace for now. Okay, so you are currently having a drink at an establishment called The Lantern. You're meeting up with your friend. His name is Captain Jeremy Maxwell, and he's a member of the City Guard. You've known him since you've come to town. He's kind of like a a friend of yours that you've made through kind of hanging out and drinking and getting to know people. So you're hanging out, having a drink with him, and he has been telling you a little bit about some of his interesting people that he's encountered at work. And then he, he takes a sip and says, oh, Oh yeah, I forgot. Do you do you want to go to a party? Of course. Good. I I figured you'd be down. So I happen to know Prince Sono. You would know that name as the brother of Princess uh, Celeste. Her younger brother is Prince Sono. He asked me to get some people together for a bachelor party. The prince is in town. He wanted to have some kind of celebration for him, but like hardly any of his relatives are here and he doesn't know anybody. So he said, Jeremy, you gotta know some people who might be fun at a party. And the first person I thought of was you, obviously. Obviously. Are you talking about a bachelor party for Prince Grant Theron? Yeah, well, don't say it that loud. I don't want to invite everybody here, but like, yeah, it's going to be at the Beholder. And you know that the Beholder is a really, really classy, very hard to get into burlesque club. The Beholder, that's a that's a favorite. It's stellar, stellar dancers there. Yeah, I heard they're, they're renting the whole place out. They're having like a big, big get together and a, a pretty rowdy time. At least that's what Prince Sono said he was hoping for. We can get rowdy. I figured. So it's going to be in a couple days. And, you know, if you if you know anyone else you want to bring, that's great. Or uh, but I figure you're partying up. Listen, I would love to get this party started for you. However, in return, I would desire an invitation to the wedding between the Princess Celeste and the Prince Grant. Make a persuasion check. High persuasion. (laughs) Not that it mattered this time. Fourteen. I mean, man, if I if I could, I would. I but even I don't have an invite. Like that's fair. It's mostly that Prince Sono just didn't want Grant to have like I guess Prince Grant or Lord Grant, whatever you want to call him. Um, he didn't want him to like have a really shitty, lonely get together. I will make it a night to remember or not to remember, depending on how hard we party. Perfect. And uh, I'll just. Maybe I'll be able to persuade someone there to grant me an invitation. I would very much like to. Yeah, I mean, both princes are going to be there. So either uh, maybe if you make a good impression on Prince Sono, then maybe. Yeah, of course I will. Of course. I'm such an idiot. Of course you will, Miles. And you guys kind of continue to, to drink and talk and, and make plans for uh, getting ready for this cool bachelor party. Lanny, you have been working on and off with a group of chamber musicians at different gigs throughout the city. You work with a dwarven woman whose name is Senna. She's very, very young. Um, maybe not like maybe 16, but she's super, super talented, very professional, very, very quiet and shy. She has a very hard time talking to you. 
Oh no. Oh, poor thing. So Senna is is a the young dwarven woman and she plays the flute. And then there is Keith, who plays a piano. Keith is a human man. He's probably about 45, you would guess, but looks a lot older. And you have seen him many times when heading out to a gig meeting up of like frantically trying to get one of his five children to stop clinging to him, to clean up something. He's very frequently late, but he's a beautiful, excellent uh, pianist. And so he's he kind of is perpetually frazzled, but uh, a good, a very good musician. And so Keith actually has told you that you guys have received a job offer from Duchess Cosima. Duchess Cosima. You had done a party a couple weeks back where a bunch of nobility had been in attendance. And apparently she was so impressed with your performance that she had to have you. And I should do this in Keith's voice, not Emily's voice. All right. Um, I don't know what Keith's voice is. Uh, Keith's voice is going to be Emily's voice. So yeah, Lanny, I was, uh, I, I got a job offer. Are, are you free in like, uh, I think it's three nights from now? Of course. Wonderful. I got Beth to be able to take the kids um, for the night. Uh, Duchess Cosima has Go. actually been interested in hiring us. Um, don't don't tell anyone. I think it's it's kind of not supposed to be known where it's happening, but there's going to be a bridal shower of sorts um, for the princess. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know. This is crazy, right? Yeah. I. How did you manage to get that gig? I don't, listen, I don't know. I mean, I guess we sounded, we were at a party the other night and it was probably, it was probably about like a week or two ago. You remember that one with all those people and they were like eating Mm. cheese off of a naked person and it was really awkward and it was like melting on his body and it just made it real weird. I Um, I don't think that would be something I would enjoy personally. No, it it looked disgusting. Um, Well, I, I guess... You never know. All right. I'm definitely up for that. From what I've heard, it's not like that party. She wasn't the one who threw it, but she was so impressed, I guess, by our music that she wanted to to see if we were available for a gig. And yeah, so she just wants us to come and and play some some music and and entertain guests at this, I guess it's a dinner party? Well, you know, living cheese boards are no definitely willing to be there as long as they're paying well. The smell was bad. I'm really I'm really hoping that it, it wasn't it won't have that. I don't think that would be something fit for royalty. True. So Keith and you continue to discuss. Is there any questions you have for Keith about the gig? Anything you want to know before to get ready? How fancy is it going to be? What do I need to wear? Oh, like uh, I'm gonna have to go out and buy something new my kids just spilled juice all over my finest clothes the other night i'm thinking the the best you have honestly lanny um i may have to i might be able to fix your clothes keith oh you could do that that would be great because like this gig's gonna pay a lot but i i I don't think the advance is enough to cover like a really a really nice new suit oh yeah i can fix them oh thank you so much lanny as long as they're not torn, I can get the stains out. No, it just has a lot of stains in it. And Beth, we've both tried our best to get it out, but it's this, it just isn't coming out. That would be wonderful. No problem. Thank you. Of course. Okay. Yeah, no, but dress uh, dress the best you can, I think, is basically it's it's super fancy. Very nice. 
Um, oh, I did. They did tell me that it's uh, only the guests are only women. Um, and but I assured them that everyone was going to be very uh, dignified and polite and that we won't have any untoward characters at the event. Oh, of course. Well, you're a married man. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And you're, as we as we all know, like you're such a, a kind um, and wonderful person that I don't think that oh, that it'll be any. Oh God! I'm sorry. I just dropped my child. <laughs> the child that he's been holding the whole time, he accidentally dropped on the ground. Uh, oh God! I gotta get back to Beth and, and help her out with the kids. But all right. Well, I'll see you three nights from now. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, it will be at the White Rose, and the White Rose is like a kind of boutique inn and dining place in the upper terrace. Well, I'll stop by later to try and fix your clothes. Thank you so much. I'd really appreciate it. I gotta go. I'll, I'll talk to you later, right. though. See you later. Bye. Bye. He has press digitation, so that's why you can clean things up with it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> You're so sweet. Um, so you will help between now and then get Keith's outfit set up, get yourself ready, practice with uh, Senna, and just get ready for this nice gig. Last but not least, Ferris, you have uh, worked at the Beholder before doing fortune telling for for special parties, and you have been uh, contacted by the proprietor of the Beholder. Chandra has contacted you. She asked you to come over to the Beholder and uh, discuss a potential gig. So you meet with her in her office and she says, hello, welcome. Ferris, it is great to see you. Please sit down. Thank you, Chandra. So, what's new? Well, you know, same old thing. The performers are such divas, but I love them all like my own children. Anyway, except for Adonis. He can rot in the Nine Hells. But he's so damn good. He's so damn good. (sighs) He's just been driving me insane, but... Figured I would bring you in because I have a potential uh, opportunity for you. Ooh, what's that? Well, one of these days I'm going to get you up on the stage, but <laughs> that's not what I'm asking for. All right. Um, uh, looking for fortune telling at a, at a party, a pretty pretty big party. They're renting out the whole place. Wow. Who is uh, who's the party patron? Well, can you keep a secret? <laughs> Of course. Wonderful. I I knew I could trust you. It's Prince Sono. What? He's hosting a bachelor party. What? I know. Oh. Of course Adonis is going to have to be there now. And that little shit. Ugh. I wish that I didn't have to hire him, but... If you can just... Do you think he would he would buy it if we just told him he had to wear a gag the whole night maybe that's a good that's a good idea the trouble with adonis starts when he opens his big fat trap you're telling me he's so goddamn handsome but but that booty oh that booty oh but yeah i think you should tell him make up a costume let's think of a costume that would include a gag so maybe there's some sort of god of sex and silence. I well, I mean there is the the god of um uh 
She's dead, though. Lear was the god of war and sex. He could do a tribute to her. That's amazing. Yeah, if you just have him walk around all night, men, women, everyone. Prince Soto, I think, would love this. hes a, I've heard he's a, a bit of a rascal. So, fortune telling. What type of fortune telling do you want me to do? Oh, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, maybe uh, things that are uh, make it a bit more exciting than usual. Uh, uh, I hate to... I know that what you do is, is definitely real. Of course. Um, but sometimes a little tweaking doesn't hurt. Yes, just a little bit. Just make it a little bit more exciting for the guests. After all, it is the bachelor party. Oh, I didn't even tell you. It's for the the soon-to-be uh, group, uh, king of... Uh, well, not soon-to-be king, but he'll, the eventual king of Claudia, uh, Prince Grant Theron himself. Oh. My. Goddess. <gasps> I haven't met him. I've heard he's quite handsome, but no one, he hasn't arrived in town yet. Wow. If he's wanting to have a party here, then we need to show him a good time. And obviously he knew the place to come because your place is the best. I think oh, thank you, darling. I may skew, still real, still true, but I may skew the fortunes to be a little on the romantic side. How does that sound? Yes, perfect. All right, so you've got Adonis who's going to be dancing or just walking around because either way with that booty, it works. <laughs> I know? mean, I, I was going to have him do an act on the stage, but I could just have him serve things. He won't be happy with it. He wants to put on a big show. Oh, honey, him just walking around is a show enough. Let's true. see. True, very true. Um, I... I I know that I I've I've already contracted uh, Adonis, ugh. and I also have uh, who did I have? She looks into a notebook. Uh, Saffron Starlight was thinking I was thinking of bringing her a gig. She's a bit bubbly and and fun and Gorgeous. could put on a, a, a nice beautiful show with something a bit more with a bit more class. And then yes. uh, Prince Sono himself uh, requested a special act, which you don't. I don't know if I should tell who it is. Oh my gosh, you have to tell me. No, I shouldn't. Oh, he wanted on. it to be a secret. Oh no! You can make a persuasion check if you want to. Definitely. Well, I got a natural one, so I'm um, shut out of luck. <laughs> she kind of looks at you and and says, "I'm sorry, dear. I, as much as I appreciate you and your work, I I just couldn't possibly ruin a secret. I've heard that you." tend to spread rumors about well guilty is charged sometimes but how about this if i can use my magic fortune telling to figure out who the special act is will you confirm i won't tell mm, I, I really shouldn't i could get in trouble i could lose the gig that's so interesting. Okay, because we're such good friends, and because, yeah, sometimes I can tell secrets out of excitement, not malice. But... Of course, of course. I'll just try to be patient. Ooh, it's going to be hard, though. Can you imagine all the beautiful people who are going to be here for this amazing party? It's going to be a night to remember. I thank you for inviting me so much. You're welcome. We can discuss payment uh, 
another time. I actually have uh, some work to get to, but but thank you. I appreciate it, Ferris. Sure, babe. Toodaloo. Bye. It is the evening of the bridal shower, and it's really nice out. The the sun has just set, and the guests are beginning to arrive. Uh, Lanny, you would have gotten there a little bit ahead of time, and then set up and kind of gotten everything ready. The main dining room of the White Rose is very pretty. It um, is kind of has lots of wood paneling and, and like this kind of white-ish color and like mirrors on the wall and there are beautiful flower arrangements everywhere and it's very pretty and elegant but a bit uh over the top definitely very ostentatious old school rich people like old school rich people exactly it's a bit like an old person and also way over the top gaudy Duchess Cosima has been kind of greeting people as they enter um, and kind of coming into the room and, and giving them, telling them where their seat is. And she sees you enter uh, Hilvrana and says, oh, oh, um, hello. I, uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful to meet you. You must be Lady Amber. Oh. Lady Amber Theron. It's, it's just such a delight. Oh, um, well, I got this invitation here. Yes, wonderful. I'm so glad you were able to receive it. I wasn't sure about the address, so I decided to to kind of uh, reach out to some friends, and they said they thought they saw you there, so I'm so glad that you got it. I'm so glad that you're going to be here this evening. I know that Prince Grant, a lot of his family, wasn't able to come, and I just wanted to embrace anyone who could come and get to know, get to know the family a little bit better. I'm so glad to be invited. Thank you so much. This place is beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. I, I just spent, oh, weeks, months on, on figuring out the decorations and, and making sure everything was just right. Well, you did a fabulous job. Uh, no one could have pulled this off like you. You're oh, so talented. oh, thank you, my dear. Thank you. She kind of grabs your hands a little bit and it's like, oh, that just that means the world to me. I've, I've worked so hard on this and I just really don't want to screw it up. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, anyway, um, there are more guests, and uh, please have a seat. And she gestures to uh, a little seat with uh, the name Lady Amber Theron, um, with a little name card on it. And you are seated kind of middle-ish of the table. Uh, there is a human woman with really long, dark, shiny hair and kind of olive skin. And she's she's very striking, um, very well-dressed kind of in this midnight blue gown and it, her little nameplate says Lady Jalessa Spear and then on the other side of you is a Lady Mirabelle Bordeaux who is not in her seat yet and then across the table is a Lady Bernadette Belengrad who is also not seated yet. At the head of the table it seems like it's going to be Lady Cosima on one end and Princess Celeste on the other end. Um, and so yeah people are kind of milling about and talking and just kind of getting to know each other. Uh, Lanny, if you would like to make a performance check for me. Oh, gosh, I got a 24. Lanny, you guys sound beautiful. You're really syncing together. Keith looks good in his freshly uh, laundered and prestidigitated suit. So you guys are really sounding great. And um, what did you do anything in particular to prepare for tonight? Did you Were you hoping to to do anything other than play music? Is there anything on Lanny's mind? Lanny's just hoping that he gets good tips. Wonderful. Yeah. And what is Lanny, what does Lanny look like? And what is he wearing? Um, well, he's wearing 
say black because it's kind of like the chamber musicians probably dress in yeah. black so that they coordinate with each other. Um, and he's wearing a long coat and a white shirt underneath it. Um, and he has his hair back in a braid. Um, his hair is uh, actually orange right now. It's like a light red. Lanny looks very striking and you definitely, with the performance that you're doing, a few different people are coming over and like giving very generous tips and the one um, is kind of just hovering over near you. Uh, she's kind of has very dark piercing eyes and uh, dark brown skin and her hair is kind of up in a very, very elaborate updo that has all these flowers pinned into it and she's wearing a dress that like has as many possible beads and bows and embellishments as possible on it yeah it's like this kind of off like slightly off-white peachy almost gown and just she just seems like entranced by the music that you are playing and when you finish a song she actually like starts clapping um, and then, like, looks around and, and stops herself and kind of, like, sheepishly puts her hands down and then, like, just kind of looks at the floor a little bit. I say, very quietly, I say, thank you. Uh, oh, of course. It, you're just such a, such a talented musician. I, it's such beautiful music. I've, al I've always loved, loved this sort of music. And, and I, oh, I, I guess I should probably leave you alone so you can play more. It's very kind of you. A woman comes over who is very similarly dressed, looks similar, though a bit older, has a, a more stern look on her face. And she says, Mirabelle, come over. Stop lurking around here. Leave the musicians alone. And she's like, oh, uh, of, of course, I'm I'm sorry, sister. And she kind of reluctantly follows her sister away from you. Meanwhile, I forgot to ask, let's get some information about what Hilrana looks like and what she's wearing this evening. Hilrana is wearing a green dress that's kind of textured, so it kind of resembles leaves or moss or something. And she's got some flowers around the neckline, kind of like corsage. And uh, she has, there's uh, jewels around the bodice and her hair is down um it's pulled like the front pieces are pulled back so it's like half back and then she has some jewels and flowers in her hair as well her hair is made out of really really fine vines so from further away it looks like regular hair but closer up you can kind of tell that it's viney and there's some little leaves in it too Awesome. So the woman who was lingering over by the musicians comes and takes a seat next to you and next to her sits down the more stern looking woman. Um, you eventually, uh, as as time, a couple minutes pass and the princess finally arrives. She is here last and everyone's kind of waiting and they all stand up and they say, your majesty and and bow to her. Do you guys do the same or you just kind of hang out? And oh, of course. Yeah, um, yes. I think we, we would get up and... Um Bow, she just kind of nods and and smiles at everyone and says oh thank you all so much for coming it's it's just wonderful to have you all here i some some friends some people i hope to get to know and i just i really appreciate you all being here thank you so much to my aunt kasima for hosting this lovely evening um 
and let's let's eat. Let's go ahead and just let's just go ahead and eat. And she sits down and like looks expectantly at the servers who kind of go off and and kind of hurry to to bring food. And everybody kind of rushes to sit down and uh, follow her lead. Um, For the sake of time, unless you guys want to do anything particularly exciting while you're eating food, time passes and the food is good. The conversation around you, Hilrana, is incredibly boring. It's about a lot of people. Well, maybe it's not boring to you, but to most, it would be probably pretty boring. They're talking about people you don't know. They're talking about like some just things that were the two women next to you were talking about like their estate and how they they like didn't want to come, but kind of were coerced to come and like this could be so much nicer and this is such a boring party and like then the the lady Cosima is talking and just kind of like every once in a while she'll just kind of get up and be like is everyone all right is everyone having a good time um is everyone doing good uh yes wonderful wonderful and she'll come over uh to the musicians every once in a while and be like you're doing great thank you so much for playing i really appreciate it thank you um uh yes it's it's so great uh, do you do you know anything that could make things a bit more uh uh, the interesting, exciting, uh, fun. And she kind of looks pleadingly at your music group because it's just no one's really talking about anything. People are yawning at their plates, kind of looking at their the, at, at the clock in the room. I'm sure we could play something livelier if that's what you would be interested in. We have quite a repertoire. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're going. We're going to end the meal soon, and we'll bring out some presents. And I, oh, I just I feel like this is just not going how I how I thought it would. Um, please, if you could play something, just to, to not anything too crazy. I mean, I I want to keep this very dignified, but if you could, if you could, please, just maybe uh, play something slightly more up tempo. I don't know. Of course, um, certainly. Um, and then Lanny does kind of like a one, two thing for the other musicians and they um they start playing another song that's a little bit less um dinner music-y wonderful okay make another performance check for me all right it's going to not be as good most likely because i Mm -hmm. rolled really well last time (laughs) oh no it's even better i got a 25 whoa okay so the first music was so elegant and nice and this just kind of like takes things up a notch makes things a little bit more interesting and you can kind of feel a little bit the energy in the room shifting as they clear the plates from the desserts people start to get up and kind of like talk to each other and seem a bit more energized by your music All right, it's the evening of the bachelor party at the Beholder. You have uh, gotten there probably a little bit early, Ferris, to set up, and you, they've given you a nice little alcove um, near the 
like you can see into the main performance area, but it's isolated and it has kind of some of these draping fabrics down and they've really done up like the mystical look of things over in your area. Um, I think they even maybe procured like a very gaudy looking crystal ball, even though you don't use that for anything, but they, they're just really trying to kind of push into that. Adonis has come over as you're getting set up and he's like, oh, you're here. Great. Well, hello to you too, Adonis. I thought they were going to find a gag for you. <sighs> Nobody could gag this. And he kind of like just just, he just looks, strikes like a, a beautiful pose. Adonis is a bluish, almost periwinkle colored tiefling. He is tall and kind of leanly muscled. And he has on this kind of beautiful, beautiful flowing robe right now. It's not what he's going to wear for the, the evening, but he's kind of like his getting ready robe. And he kind of just gives you this look like disgusted and then walks off. Guests are starting to come in. Everybody's getting ready. Melee's Captain Jeremy um, was supposed to meet you, but he has sent word that he there was an emergency and he needs to go cover somebody's shift and he's not going to be able to make it tonight. But to please, if you want to go without him, just tell him that, tell if anyone asks at the door that you were invited, your name should be on the list. Everything should be cool. So let me know if this is okay. I was sort of hoping that he could have taken this invitation from Jeremy to make the party a party, like really seriously and hired a, like he I I was picturing him coming in maybe a little bit early and having hired a bunch of like dancers and escorts and people that are painted entirely in gold to act as living statues. And like he has he has plans to talk to the bartender to make like custom cocktails and drinks and like people with wild animals like tamed wild animals so like people with snake like he's going Holy all shit. out is what he took that invitation okay, okay. <laughs> so let's rewind let's rewind back to when they were uh ferris and adonis were having their their snippy conversation while she was getting set up and you arrive early at the door and um you have this retinue of people and creatures <laughs> and mix masters and or mixologists, not mix masters. Gotta got gotta have mi mix, mix masters, masters. um, <laughs> <laughs> break dancers and uh, everything you could imagine for everything dope ass party. I can't believe I just said dope ass. That's terrible. Dope ass party. That party, that good party vibe. Um, so they see this and they're like, uh, there's a man at the door who's kind of a big, burly, looks like maybe he has some giant blood in him. He doesn't necessarily look like he's a Goliath per se, but he's a big, hu big, beefy human dude. And he's like, um, sir, what is the nature of this? Greetings, I'm Miles. You've have, you have uh, you've heard of me, I'm sure. Um, Jeremy Maxwell has uh, he's hired my services, if you will, as a party planner, and so I'm ready to plan this party. If you just open the door, um, we have quite a lot of setup to do, and I know the prince is here is set to arrive at any moment. So, if you'd kindly please move out of the way. You're a part. You're a party planner. I thought we already had stuff set up. Go ahead and make a persuasion check if you would like to. 
And it's not deception because you think that you're the party player. 19. <laughs> um, 19. He kind of looks confused and like looks down at his list and he's like, well, I, I like, I see a Miles yes. on here. Miles. I didn't know there were going to be guests. Party I didn't know you were like planning anything. But, I mean, they're not uh, guests. They're hired he, workers. Like, he, he take. Oh, okay. Well, uh, the time is wasting. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. And so he takes like a little, uh, like a pen, and he writes down party planner next to your name, and then like plus, and he looks and he counts how many people are out there. And there's like twenty five people plus like a bunch of animals, and he's like plus twenty five and two white tigers, mm-hmm. peacock. What else is it back there? I can't see what it is. The golden living statue people. Yeah, I got them. Do you have any more wild animals? Kind of concerned about them. Um, well, you got the two boas. You oh, got the two no, white I didn't. tigers. I didn't get the boas. Uh, there's boas. Yes, of course there's boas. Um, the peacocks. Did you get the I peacocks? I got the peacocks. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if there's mm-hmm. anything else. I got the I got the boas. Okay, perfect. Um, no, anymore, I, and they'll just fight. Well, <laughs> Which could yeah, be part I, of the I party. Guess. Uh, we're not that kind of establishment. Just you can tell these people. I am sure. I'm sure you're. This is approved and everything. But just for my own sake of mind, if you could make sure that everybody keeps things nonviolent. Of course. Keep the animals apart. Of we'll course. try to find somewhere for you to put them. This is a party, but there's like gonna be royalty here. Oh, so I know. I don't want to be responsible for Prince Grant to be mauled the night before his wedding. No, but she will partially be responsible for how much fun they're going to have, which you're welcome. <laughs> well, I like that. That sounds good. All right, go on in. And he, he he opens the curtains and lets you guys in and you all file in. And Ferris, you see this man. Uh, describe yourself for us, Miles. I was kind of theming the party like a Caligula kind of back and all and so i'm dressed in a toga no underwear you might be able to tell at some points in certain um, light and my calves are very much showing and i just look like he just muscles everywhere he looks good he put oil in his beard and his hair and he's very intense faces perfect <laughs> so you see this god of a, of a man enter um in his toga flanked by at least two dozen people in all kinds of different costumes and and carrying random objects and bringing in animals um as far as you know this was not part of the plan okay so what do you want people to do um well if there's not sev- if there's not vip spaces i want to if there are VIP spaces, there is already a VIP area set up, uh, uh, like out for yeah. the prince. So, like, kind princes. of telling like my favorite escorts and dancers to be near those areas. The animals, I'm trying to put them on opposite sides so they don't fight. The living statues are spread throughout, and they're just going to be making random poses. Okay, Adonis like storms out of the dressing room, and he's like, "What is the meaning of this?" I am a artist. What are these these peasants? peasants. And looks at like your performers and, and escorts and living statues doing here in my establishment. How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? No, no, no. 
How dare you? These are fine quality workers. They are here to make this party as glorious as the prince has been promised. I'm going to have a word with uh, Prince Sona when he arrives. Please I do. was requested especially. I am I am the best performer in town. How 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 dare you? And he storms off. Is he crying? Um, you can make a perception check if you want to see if he's crying. Yeah, I want to see if he's crying. I want him to cry. I don't care if he's crying. Uh, eight. Yeah, you don't see any tears, but you do, like, appreciate that ass as he walks away. It's, like, it's hard to to not check out. Um, so, (laughs) anyway. Well, I think I just have to meet this, this man who just stormed in here. Yeah, and guests are beginning to arrive as you finish getting stuff set up. So, yeah, you can do whatever you want. All right, so Ferris is going to start sauntering over to Milace, and her tail is sort of waving in the air like an interested cat. Yeah, so describe what Ferris looks like for us. Ferris is very buxom and voluptuous, and she has pink skin, black eyes, black hair, black horns, and her tail is skinny and black, but then it has a little pink heart on the end. So she sort of has a Betty Page do going on. Amazing. Yes. And she's also tonight, she's wearing a very, very um, tight black dress that shows a lot of cleavage. So she's going to kind of sashay her way over to Milos and put out her hand for him to grab. He is totally into her, and he's a little taken aback by how much confidence she has, but he grabs her hand, and he will lightly kiss it, and be like, Madame. Uh, enchanté. Enchanté. And, and who, who might you be? Well, I am Miles Gloriosus. Oh, you are definitely glorious, honey. And who, are, who are you? You're quite enchanting. Thank you, Sugar. I'm Ferris. I'm just here to tell some fortunes. But if you want to give me your palm, I'll be glad to tell yours. Oh, yes. I would love to have my palm read. Oh, you're going to meet a woman. You don't you're say. Meet a tiefling woman named Ferris. Hmm. How about that? And you are going to have the night of your life, Sugar. <laughs> oh. Um, you are quite good at the tarot. I'm amazing. And I have a feeling you are too. He is totally into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're amazing. all into this. Yeah, we're all into this. This is just going to be the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Ferris just talking dirty to everyone. <laughs> I wish I was better at one liners. <laughs> love it. As you guys are kind of having this seductive and interesting introduction, um, you kind of hear some noise at the door as somebody kind of comes through and says, holy shit, this looks amazing. And it, you see this this guy um, emerging who's wearing a nice, uh, a nice outfit, a nice kind of uh, doublet and pants. And he has uh, light blue skin and kind of silvery blue hair behind him and kind of a little bit lurking in the shadows is a much beefier 
a little bit shorter guy with kind of very, very dark brown skin that's like has a metallic sheen to it. And he has a shaved bald head. And he's also wearing a nice outfit, but it's much more uh, understated. And um, he looks like he's just kind of like has this look of terror in his face. So this guy, the, the, the blue guy, kind of pulls this guy in and he's like, I mean, I, I said I was going to show you a party, didn't I? And he claps him on the back. and He's like, come on, let's go get a drink. And then hopefully the performers will start. So you guys uh, would rec- would probably assume because of the striking look of the blue skin, the distinct look of the uh, Claudian royalty, royal family. And so he was, that's uh, Prince Sonos, you would guess. And he is accompanied by most likely Prince Grant. Ah, they've arrived. Oh, Melee, score one for you, sugar. So get this party started. I'll be in the back telling fortunes. I will be sure to send people. Oh, please do. Um, Wonderful. So you guys start the party and we're going to go back to the other group for a moment. If you guys are ready for it. Can I get a description of Ferris walking away? Oh, yes, please. (sighs) (laughs) Honey. It's like two hams fighting in the side. <laughs> Melee's is going to watch the entire time. And Ferris is going to check over her shoulder to make sure he's watching. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you for asking that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Things are getting a little bit more lively um, as the music has picked up. You're going to have your break in a minute, Lanny, um, because they're going to be giving out some uh, presents. And so you can, uh, they, they said you're welcome to kind of have any refreshments that you would like and just and kind of hang out for a while if you wanted to before your next uh, set, if people decide they want to stay and maybe dance or something. The, the Duchess seems to maybe have thrown some of her plans out the window in an attempt to make things more exciting from what she's kind of hurriedly communicated with you. So the room is kind of cleared and um, a bunch of a big table that's like covered in presents is brought in. Uh, did you bring a gift, Hilrana? Of course I did. Wonderful. You both can make a perception check if you want to. I get a 20, but not a natural 20, just a 20. 17. So uh, I would say that probably only Lanny, uh, you notice that as they're bringing in the presents, you see um, Princess Celeste kind of roll her eyes and look uh pointedly at um the woman who had been sitting next to Hilrana, who you don't know Hilrana, but the woman with the really long dark hair and the kind of olive skin wearing that midnight blue gown. Mm. Yeah, and she kind of they like lock eyes meaning meaningfully and then like uh the lady with the long dark hair kind of nods and then and that's the exchange that you that you notice. Lady Cosima goes to the front. She's like, "Oh well, I'm I'm so excited for everyone to um to to see the presents that we got the beautiful bride to be." And I, I was hoping that maybe everyone we could go around and and when she opens one of your presents, um, you could give her a bit of marital advice if you have any. I know a lot of you are are married or have a, a significant other or or just anything, any good wishes that you have for the bride to be. I would just love it so much, please. And she looks at everyone, uh, hopefully, and um, everyone kind of is like, okay, sure, yeah, of course. Uh, that's great. 
Um, so w- w- why don't why don't we do um, hmm. uh, Lady Amber? What, what would you what, what would you like to give uh, the princess her present? Lorana uh, is just looking around for Lady Amber. She forgot <laughs> that she was looking, <laughs> and then she realizes, oh, 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 that, that's me. Okay, yes. Um, uh, here is my gift, and she hands her box. Um, it is a it's it's a food processor. You can use it to make different things, and it also imbues your food with extra little magic to make it taste even better. The princess takes it from you and kind of smiles graciously, warmly. Um, oh, wonderful. This this looks great. I'm I'm sure that I will use this every time I prepare a meal in the future. Excellent. And she she smiles and kind of puts it in a box and then puts it down on the ground next to her. It's the reject box. Yeah, this is kind of just like dumps it to the side. Thank thank you, Lady Amber. It's it's a, a pleasure to meet you. I I really appreciate you coming all the way from from Cinder Isle to to be here for the wedding. I I I thought maybe I thought maybe I'd heard that you were ill, but I'm so glad that you're able to make it. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine. But thank you for your concern. Oh, interesting. Uh, you can make a deception check for me if you would like to. Well, not if you'd like to. I want you to make one. You must. You must. Deceive us. Deceive us. Uh, ten. She look kind of like narrows her eyes at you a little bit but just kind of looks over to the to back to Kasima and so Kasima goes through and there's more kind of basic wedding presents somebody like bought her a thing of baby clothes and she's like oh um i i wasn't planning on having children for a while but uh, thanks thanks so much cousin and the woman who had like had been listening to the your music intently lanny is like kind of blushes profusely and she's like i i i of course i i wasn't sure what to get you and um uh, and teresa thought that it might be a good idea and her the woman who lo- is her sister uh teresa starts to like laugh a little bit oh dear poor thing then it comes to Lady Bernadette uh, Belengrad's present, and she comes up and hands it to, in a kind of very elegant way, she's a halfling woman with kind of wheat blonde hair and just really, really pretty sparkly eyes. And she hands it over to uh, Princess Celeste and says, I, I really, really hope that you enjoy this. And uh, the princess is like, oh, um, thank you. And she opens the box and she kind of like her eyes widen and then she like lifts out of it like this like bondage looking lingerie like <laughs> like leather harness and and stuff and she's like wonderful I I I really I this is great and then she starts to to laugh a little <laughs> bit and Lady Casima is like so so taken aback and uh, she's like Let, let's put that that oh, oh goodness let's let's put that away and then um another another guest comes up and she's like actually i have something that might go along with that and then she hands another present and now she people have brought like all of these different like weird 
like sex potions and like lingerie and uh, sex toys and stuff like that. Like people have brought these very, very, very uh, intense presents for the bride. And she just, as time goes on, she just laughs more and more. Um, and she's like, well, this is, this is definitely not what I was expecting, but thanks guys. Thanks. You know, uh, it's, I'm getting a little hot. I think I need, uh, I'm going to go, uh, freshen up a bit. And she, she smiles at everybody and, and kind of heads out and she is blushing slightly, um, as you see her leave. So now people are kind of just waiting around for her to return. Is there anything you guys would like to do? Anyone you would like to talk to, Lanny or uh, Hilrana? Well, this is an interesting kind of uh, predicament because I don't know how much people would talk to me since I'm like a servant. Yeah, yeah. Well, in in the moment of like pause, uh, Lady uh, Mirabelle, the, the one who had been super into the music, has come back over and she's and she's she's kind of lingering near you a bit. Oh, hello again. Um, was your name Mirabelle? Oh. Is that correct? Oh, uh, y- yes. Um, yes, uh, I'm I'm Lady Mirabelle Bordeaux, and 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 who are you, the the lovely and and talented musician? Oh. <laughs> I would love to know your name. Oh, my name's Lenifer. Lenifer Ferrix. It's nice to meet Lenifer. you, Miss Bordeaux. Uh, that's thank you. That's that's such a an unusual name. Where are you from? Oh, um, well, I'm not from around here. I'm from looking at my character notes. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from fine. Toria. Toria. Oh, oh, of course. Yes. It's. I thought, yes. Uh, Wonderful. A few hundred miles to the east. Also very mountainous. Uh, I've never, I've never been, but I've, I've heard it's quite lovely there, and, and they have a lot of very talented and, and, and interesting people there, and if you're any indication, then I, I'm quite impressed. Oh, thank you. So, how do you know the princess? Oh, um, we're we're cousins. I see. Um, have you been enjoying yourself? Oh yes, this this music has just been so wonderful, and I. I just I found myself in, entranced by by just the way your your fingers move across across the strings and and it's just breathtaking. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure what to say. Um I'm glad you've been enjoying it and uh do you think that the other guests are enjoying themselves? I know that uh Duchess Cosima seemed a little concerned. Yes, it it has been. I mean, I I hate to to say anything rude, but it, it has been a bit dull up until the the more racy gifts. But uh, I believe that your music definitely has helped. It's it's definitely helped me have find this evening more enjoyable. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um. Well, I I I see my sister Teresa glaring at me. I I should probably get back over there, but um. It's been a pleasure. Maybe, maybe if I have a party or something, I, I could um, uh, hire you to to come and and perform. I would I would really love to hear you play again. Oh, I would I would love that. Here, um, we do have a card, so you can get in touch with us if you need to. Yeah, 
Let me give give you one. Keith, could you? Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, And he kind of like digs around his pockets and he pulls out like a half eaten like granola bar type thing. And he's like, oh, no. And then he finally finds one that's kind of like bent a little bit. He's like, sorry, I'm so sorry. He brushes the crumbs off of it and hands it to you. Thank you. Um, Here you are, Lady Mirabelle. Oh, wonderful. And her, her hand as she takes it from you, kind of like her fingertips linger a little bit as she touches it but then then she pulls away and then and the smiles at you a little bit and then and then walks away meanwhile um in this pause the halfling woman who gave the the harness to the princess has come over to you a lady amber um and says you know i I heard of Lady Amber's beauty, but I just, I didn't know that she would be so exotic looking. I hope that's not offensive. Um, only if you mean it as a compliment, then it's a compliment. It's offensive if it's a compliment? Because I, mean, I know, definitely I mean, meant it as a compliment. No, it's, if it's a compliment, then it's a compliment. I won't be offended by it. Yeah, your hair is really interesting. I thought that Lady Amber was supposed to have more of like a like a curl to her hair but i guess people were wrong oh oh you mean like this and then her hair curls up oh my gosh that's 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 amazing how did you do that oh it's just a little trick i know do you know magic i've always wanted to study but my parents won't let me of course. Well, um, only really nature-based things. You see, uh, my father's a genesee and my mother is a, um, I can't remember the word. <laughs> what is she? A satyr? A satyr, yes. Wait, I, I thought, I thought that, I thought that Lady, uh, the, the Countess Theron oh. was, she like looks at you. Okay, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. Please do. I'm not Lady Amber. Really? Well, I'm not Lady Amber. That's a secret. Oh. Um, yes. Um, oh. I got her invitation, and I thought, well, I got the invitation. I am distantly related to to the prince, so I thought I would I would just stop in and kind of see what my distant family's been up to. I don't mean any harm. I just thought it would be fun. Make a persuasion check for me. Twelve. Twelve. She looks at you. She looks a bit concerned. Um, She's like, well, I won't tell anyone, but... You know, that is kind of funny. I know. I, I, yeah, I, like I said, I'm not here to hurt anyone. I just thought it would, I just thought it would be fun. I'm just visiting my father in town and we got the invitation and thought i'd just check out i heard there was free food so oh yeah did, did you like the food you can't I... turn down a... yes i cannot turn down a buffet oh no me either i sometimes i, I wish that i could uh but you know like my parents always told me like if there's food you need to eat and so mm-hmm. i, I kind of live my life that way but um that was a you know, very it's... interesting gift that you gave to the princess very oh did you too. like that yeah it's an inside joke that I have with her. Oh. <laughs> well, that's I, I very much enjoyed the looks on the faces of all the other guests. Yes, I, I did too. It was pretty great. 
It was pretty great. So you guys can continue to speak. Some time passes and then more time passes. People start to get a little bit restless. And then uh, Lady Jalessa Spear says, I I think I'm going to go check and see, make sure she's okay. She's been gone an awfully long time and she leaves. And then you hear like a, like a gasp from down the hallway towards where the, the restrooms would be. And she races back in and she says, the guards, the guards, they've all been, they've all been knocked out. The princess, she wasn't in the bathroom. She wasn't there. Uh, I, I found this, I found this note, but that, that was all, I haven't read it, but there, the, oh my God. Oh my God. She's gone. So back at the bachelor party, things are pumping. This is a sweet, sweet time. Um, Right now on the stage is uh, Saffron Starlight. She's a half-elf woman who's very, very pear-shaped and um, just has like hips that are amazing. And um, she's doing kind of a lively number where she keeps using like little bits of prestidigitation and magic to change her uh, kind of like the appearance of her clothing and like reveal a little bit more each time and change the color of her hair and her eyes. I guess that would be thaumaturgy. But she keeps kind of like shifting things up to make things like with to hit accent with the music and then eventually gets her her kind of finale of her routine and people it's it's pretty great and people are clapping and cheering and hooting and hollering and um prince uh sono the loudest so super excited right in front of the stage and next to him is prince grant who's like clapping and like has this look of just like his eyes are kind of really wide and just slightly terrified maybe like intrigued but also terrified um and so and and prince uh sonos like come on let's let's get you another drink grant this is uh, i told you i told you this was gonna be a good night and grant's like yes um this has been very interesting thanks i uh, oh baby and he just kind of like looks down at the floor um and follows him over to the bar. What are you guys up to? Well, Miles would like to take the time to introduce himself to the prince. Of course. Sono and Theron. So I guess if there's an opportunity when they're coming up to the bar. Yeah, they're going up to the bar right now. All yeah. Right. Well, okay, as oh, I see no. them approaching the bar, um, I guess I'll 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 wave to the bartender and I'll be like, two of the uh oh gosh, what's a drink name? Two sex on the beaches. Ooh, I knew that's what you picked. <laughs> yes, perfect. Two sex on the beaches. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, when the bartender brings it over, I will hand the drinks over to them, and I'll be like, "My lords, oh, thanks." Uh, Wait, greetings. greetings. Uh, I I don't know you, but uh, oh, are you are you a friend of of uh, Captain Maxwell? I am indeed. My name is Miles Gloriosis. It is a pleasure to meet the both of you. I do hope that you're enjoying this fine party Wait, that I've arranged. Are you for the you. one that brought all this stuff? Oh my god. And he like yes. just like clasps your hands and like claps you on the back a little bit. He's like, That this is fucking amazing, man. I like I thought I was planning something good. I thought like this is gonna be a nice evening, but this this took it to the next level. And he's just smiling with so much glee. And Grant is just like like 
oh god, you're the one that made it like this kind of look on his face. Jeremy was very, he was very particular. He said he wanted it to be a night to remember. And so I pulled out all the stops. I got all of my my favorite things. Uh, And I do hope you're enjoying yourselves. I do have a gift for uh, Prince Grant. If if you would be so kind uh, to accept is, it, is this like something and you I'll, guys do in your culture? He like looks over to to Sono and he is, is like, is this like I didn't know I was supposed to get gifts. Am I was I supposed to get everybody else a gift? Like, no, oh, no, no, oh, okay, no. yeah, um, no. This as the host, oh. I would love to, or as the the, the planner, I uh, this is a, this is a little token of my, my appreciation, and and it's. In my country, it is a symbol of fertility, and uh, so we we bestow this to the bachelor the night before the wedding, as uh, as you will, in hopes that it will be fruitful. And Saul so hand him Amazing. a small Sono box. Sono has like this look of pure glee and delight across <laughs> his face, like this is better than he could have ever imagined, and um, you hand it, and he's like, "Oh, thanks." to grant and he kind of opens it up and what is inside it's a butt plug yes (laughs) but it is beautiful it's very elegant it's the most elegant uh butt plug you've seen probably very nice made of some kind of uh okay smooth obsidian with maybe a few smooth jewels <laughs> on it nothing that would tear you up but just a little bit of rigidity oh um he picks it up and he's like this is uh, what is this? this is like a paperweight like is this this oh. is this it's nice it's nice stone i appreciate oh. the the gesture thank you and soto just like is crying laughing next to him <laughs> it's like that's a really nice gift you should you should show it to 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 celeste and and uh, yes it yeah. is for both to enjoy and he's like well, i don't is there is there something like is there something dirty about this i don't understand there's nothing dirty about fertility okay. thanks i guess i'll put it in my office no sir this is for your <laughs> anus <laughs> I promise it is. It is. Uh, it's a little bit uncouth to say it out loud, of course, but um, it is. It is uh, very highly prized in my culture, and it is. It is it, it. quite fun. He like for both puts parties. it back in the box and closes the lid really fast and just like shoves it in his pocket, and he's like, "Um, thanks, thanks." Um, and he just walks away and goes and sits down and like looks at the floor. Actually, no, he walks away and he kind of heads over um, towards. He just happens upon your your booth, Ferris, as he kind of tries to scurry away. Your little alcove, rather. Oh, come in, come in. Let me tell you. Is there fortune. like? Is there anybody else in here? Can I just like hang? Can I just sit in here for a minute? Is that, oh, sure. is that cool come with you? On yeah. What's your name, Sugar? Oh, I'm uh, I'm Grant. Oh, Prince Grant. Yeah, that's me. <sighs> okay. Well, you look a little overwhelmed, so yeah, just maybe sit down maybe just and... a little. Uh, this is a lot. Yeah. I, I thought I was just like going to get like a a drink or something. Then Sona was like, "Oh, we have this traditional party that we're gonna throw for you," and 
I'm not, I'm trying not to be rude, but like, this is, this is a lot. Yeah, it's a bit much if you're not used to this kind of thing. And just looking at the party planner, honey, this is a good party. If you're into this sort of thing. Well, so uh, I saw he gave you a little gift. What was that? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, it was just a paperweight. Oh, that's odd. I think he would do something a little more daring. Uh, I don't know him and I, it's a paperweight. Okay. Well, it's, it's awfully pretty. Thanks. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm going to put it in my office and never look at it again. <laughs> oh, honey. Well, do you want me to tell your fortune? Uh, yeah. And he kind of like, he, he kind of strains himself up a little bit. He's like, yeah, of course, if that's, if that's what's done. Yeah, oh, definitely. You can, you can do my fortune. Sure. Let me see your palm. Yeah, he gives you his hand. It's very sweaty. Oh, sugar, you're a little nervous. Well, I see a very long love line. That's good. I also see a very long lifeline. So I think you're going to have a long, happy, healthy life with your beautiful princess. Thank you. That that really means a lot to me. That's what I'm I'm hoping for. And look, just you just gotta get through the next couple of hours. I know this isn't your scene, but maybe just sit close to the uh, performance stage and just look at the performers' little shoulders. It'll make it look like you're watching them without you seeing anything you don't want to see. Oh my, that's that's such good advice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. It's like I. I, my parents are really strict and they like, I, I've never, I, I've, I've never like that. She was on the stage and she like, like I could see, like, I don't, I, I just, it's just a lot. It is a lot. Now, I, I like a lot, but I mean, we're all different. I mean, I, 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 I liked, I liked it, but like, I don't I don't know. Uh anyway, thank you so much for the fortune. Um I'm gonna go look at people's Do shoulders. That. It'll still look like you're having a good time and that you're happy, but you're not gonna get yourself freaked out. And hey, anytime you need to come in here and just take a break, I'll tell your fortune again. And your fortune is gonna be that people are leaving you alone for a few minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And he smiles like he has a genuine smile for the first time you've probably seen tonight. Um, and he, he's like, he looks handsome when he smiles. He's just been so terrified the whole time that he's Aww. looked a bit more uh, weird. Baby. Anyway, so he goes back and he sits in front of the stage um, and kind of looks at the shoulder. Um, and you see at this point um, the someone come out onto stage that's kind of been introducing the different performers. And he says, up next is a special performance just for Prince Grant, the groom to be. It's a special performer selected by Prince Sono himself. And he just hopes that you enjoy it and have the best evening ever. Um, and out onto the stage comes this like thick, half work woman like Ooh. with all this like amazing jewelry all over her and she just is like so ripped and she comes out into the stage and she's doing this performance that's like a striptease 
and she's right in front of him and she has like her eyes like locked with him the entire time and it's like oh, kind no. of like it's depending on who you are it could be very sexy or it could be terrifying and anytime he starts to like look at his shoulder and she reaches out and she grabs his chin and like pulls it to look like directly at her chest and and he's and, and he's like oh god and Prince Sono is clapping in delight oh okay Ferris is feeling really bad for him so she's gonna kind of run up and sort of sit beside him and uh pat his leg like it's okay it's he, okay he like reaches out a hand and like squeezes into your hand like oh my god what is happening what are you doing Milis? how do you feel about this i am a little jealous okay that. i'm very i'm like okay. i thought we had a vibe going on but now you're patting this other guy's leg what's up with that <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that um perfect he's just gonna stay at the bar though and maybe like flex if she happens to look so look over okay oh she's looking over yeah so you look over you feel kind of the pressure of your hand release and this half-work woman has finished her routine kind of smothering uh grant's uh face in her in her chest oh boy and then um he he looks like sonos uh sono kind of claps and grant is like thanks this is great and then he like he's like i i gotta i, I gotta go i'll i'll be back um and he rushes out of the room he kind of rushes out towards uh kind of the back of the of the building and to like go get some fresh air well i'm gonna tell soto like maybe go check on your on your cousin is it are they cousins yeah I forgot. They're, well okay. no they're not cousins they're um He's the brother of the of the okay, bride, the princess. The, okay, yeah. I, I'm gonna say maybe go check on check on him in a few minutes, and then I'm gonna go to the bar towards Melee's. Perfect. Okay. Oh, sugar, where did you find that one? Looking at the performer. Uh, what's her What's her name? Do we know? Is this one of mine? Oh, I forgot to tell you when she went on the stage. Her name is Candy Crush. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Yes, Candy Crush. She's quite lascivious. Well, I'll be honest with you. Now, she could crush my candy any old time. But poor little Grant, he was about to die. He did seem rather uncomfortable, especially I I fear I offended him with my present. Yeah, the paperweight. That's what he kept calling it. It's not that's not its primary function. Yeah, I don't think it's so either. But maybe he's just shy. Maybe he's inexperienced. And, you know, maybe he, if he had some some gentle help and knowing what to do with your paperweight, maybe he'd enjoy it. I can certainly educate him if he is open to that. Oh, I bet you can. You seem to... To be getting along with him uh, quite well as yourself? Oh, don't worry about that. He's sort of like a puppy. But you, my friend, you're like a stallion. (laughs) I've been told that quite a few times. I'm sure you have. Don't mind being ridden either. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Well, let me find a saddle. (laughs) Oh, my God. I 
have I have my own bridle. <laughs> and a whip. Oh. <laughs> well, you can ride I, me as hard as you want. Oh my god. I think I'm gonna tell my own fortune and my love line is looking really deep tonight. <laughs> oh my god. Um you guys are uh flirting heavily at the bar and Prince Sono comes back inside. Prince Grant, he, there were, there were, he's like, he has part of his shirt is like ripped and he has like a cut across his cheek and he's like, they, they took him, the brigands, they came out into the alleyway and they, they attacked and they took Prince Grant. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the whole podcast. Wow, thank you. It means a lot to us that you listened all the way through. And if for some reason you didn't and you're waking up from a stupor at the sound of my voice at the end of the podcast, well, thanks for that too, I guess. You made it all the way through and maybe you'll wake up and listen to it again and see if you like it or not. We're so appreciative of you. We're brand new baby podcasters and we're already working on getting better audio equipment so that hopefully everybody can have nice, clear, crisp sound. So stay tuned for that. It won't be for the next couple of episodes, but just hang in there. We promise that our audio will get better. You may have noticed at the beginning of the episode that we introduced our characters, but we didn't go over who the actual player is. So Lanover is played by Sarah. Hilrana is played by Desiree. Ferris is played by Holly. And Miles is played by Lauren. And of course, I'm your dungeon master, Emily. Our theme song is Neon Laser Horizon by Kevin McLeod. You can find more information about that song and all of the songs that you heard in today's episode in the episode description. If you liked what you heard or you are intrigued at least a little bit, we would love for you to share the episode with somebody who you think might also like it. Maybe give us a like or a review on whatever podcatcher you're using or just go ahead and check us out on social media. Interact with us. We would love to hear from you. All the information for that can be found in the episode description. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that you're ready to continue rolling for romance.